Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Believe Georgia Dodge Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Air Cox with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Kaylee Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks a tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Good evening, neighborhood. How about them dogs? 32-18. Let the celebration begin. Oh, yeah. Well, 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 welcome to Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on not the Believe Podcast Network, but just the Believe Network. So some changes there from, uh, from Braun uh, up above. They're dropping podcasts from the Believe Podcast Network. So now it's just the Believe Network. Because of all the video podcasts and all the video content out there, they are just simply now a network and not just podcasts. They don't want themselves to podcast. But however, we are here. Uh, we are partnered with Brinks TV uh, to bring you the video side of it. It is uh, the first day of spring here in Tennessee. As you can tell by looking at my face, uh, I teach PE every other day, and uh, I took advantage of the really nice weather that we had today. Um, maybe a little too much because now I matched the set. But joining me is Principal Troop. So don't get sent to the principal's office at Monroe. Israel, what's up, dude? Yeah. What's going on, man? You get sent to my office, then you're going straight to the house. So, you know, I got a new title this week. Um, every once in a while, they'll give me principal uh, responsibilities. And I mean, you know, it's perks of the job every once in a while. That's right. He drops the hammer. So do not get sent to the principal's office. We need you at Hillwood. How about that? <laughs> you get a few snow days a year. We'll, we, we need you, especially in the freshman academy. Holy cow. It's cold. It's cold up there. I can't do it. Ah, just, just come during the summer months. Just get us started at least. Scared the <laughs> scare the daylights out of those freshmen. We'll we'll be good. So there you go. But uh, we got we got a really really action packed show. Uh, we welcome a new offensive line coach, uh, Stacy Searles, mm-hmm. to the to the mix. We'll we'll kind of take a look at what he's gonna what he's gonna embark on uh, with uh, personnel. So we're gonna take a look at the offensive line position. A way too a way too early look at. Uh, a way too early look at the offensive line uh, for the Bulldogs. We will briefly uh, count down the days to the Tom Crean era is over. Uh, then, uh, of course, uh, we, we've got some draft highlights a little bit uh, with the combine uh, coming up or with the combine going on right now, I should say. Uh, George Pickens is, uh made some headlines for himself. He's out to prove uh, that he is faster than everybody else. Mike Farrell, I put out a list. Israel, we're gonna we're gonna see uh, if it's right or wrong in our opinion, and then of course we're gonna we're gonna take it uh, take it on out of here. So, um, and I will give you an update from the women's side; they're in conference tournament play right now. So we'll we'll uh, we'll update you on that. So, uh, but first, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you that we were brought to you by BetOnline.ag. 
football might be over for this season, but not for long. But basketball is in full steam. March Madness is about to fire up. They have all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, all of that good stuff at Bet Online. It's your number one spot for all your sports betting needs. So, Israel, um, I'm going to get back on the horse and try another parlay here uh, this weekend, or I might try one. I might wait until the SEC tournament and play a play a parlay. So I'm going to head over to the website, betonline.ag, or I'm going to do on my mobile device and sign up today. Uh, I'm not going to receive the 50% welcome bonus because this is not my first deposit, but if it is your first deposit, you will get the, you will get it. Just use the promo code believe to get started. Uh, so whether you like casino games like blackjack or Caribbean poker or um, what, what, what else is one of those like really offshoot uh, uh, casino, if you like roulette, uh, there you go. Or uh, also with uh, hockey, boxing, UFC, all that good stuff as well that you can bet on. You can even bet on tennis. I just discovered. Um, so, not real sure how you do that, but yeah, you can you, you can bet on tennis apparently. Um, but if you do so, bet online is the fastest, easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play all your favorite games. Bet online. It's where the game starts. So, Israel. I'm going to start with you. We, we, we talked about this very briefly because he was still just a, a name that was mentioned with all the candidates. But now that it is, now that's a reality, uh, Stacy Searles is coming back for a second tour of duty with the Bulldogs. You were there when he was there. Uh, I think mm-hmm. you, he was there for half your time. And then uh, coach friend came in. What, mm-hmm. what did you notice about coach Searles? What, what was his strengths? What was his weaknesses? What, what did you notice about him? Um, you know, let's go with the, the bad first. Um, I think, um, which is, there, there wasn't a lot. I think he came in, uh, we had a very young group coming in, a very inexperienced group. Um, no, 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 no. We had a very older group when we got there because we still had, a uh, uh, big cheese, Tessa Adams and, uh, Bubba and Fernando Velasco, we still had those guys up front. Clinton Bowling and Trent Sturdivant were coming in as freshmen and starting up front. So, you know, you had, you know, pretty much an, an experienced line, a good core up front. So, first year was, was, was pretty easy. You know, no Sean and TB and Lump, you know, kind of ran, ran circles around everybody. So, you know, that was great. They were really good in pass protection. We were literally one win away, you know, from paying for a national championship. Um, so, you know, that line was really good. But then the next year, um, I think it, it was more of a headache um, for him simply because we we, lo- we went from being really experienced and a lot of leadership to a lot of young guys coming in and trying to play. So um, just from a negative standpoint, I think he didn't do a good job of, of winning the room, you know, with the new guys coming in. That's really the only negative that I have about him. As far as X's and O's, as far as technique and everything like that, I mean, I think he's a, he's a phenomenal coach. You know, um, Guys, he's put in the NFL just from Georgia, Ben Jones, um, Clint Bowling, um, Justin Anderson, uh, Vance Vance, just to name a few. I mean, just look at the production that we have with those guys. Um, and all NFL mm-hmm. caliber guys, Cordy Glenn, um, who went to the combine and ran a five flat, you know, at 300 or something pounds. Um, you know, he, he, he was a great developer of talent. And I think now as he's grown, you know, um, kind of matured, you know, as an offensive coach too. Um, I think he's going to do great. You know, I think he's going to be a fresh mind for those young guys. Um, you know, as, uh, you know, as you go through Twitter, everybody's talking about, well, 
what about this? What about that? You know, as a coach, if you don't evolve or you don't get better, then that's a problem. And obviously, Coach uh, Kirby and um, Coach Munkin, they have the confidence in him to get the offensive line right. So he's coming in with a young group, and I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I remember him coming in. It was my last year there. Uh, it was kind of Israel when you and I overlapped a little bit. But um, I remember coming in with him, and I would go pick up people from the airport. And, you know, we, we hung for a little bit. I, I remember being on the uh, first part of an official visit where we ate at the dining hall, and it was me and him and a few of the prospects that I just picked up from the airport. And, and it was uh, – I mean, he, he's, you know, he doesn't get enough credit as a recruiter. I, I think he's really good with the prospects. I think he's really good with the parents. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think he'll be fine in recruiting. I, I think he's about to find out just how much of a grind it actually is now. So uh, that's the thing I worry about, you know, with Mac Brown, maybe he, he didn't uh, with, with Frank Beamer, maybe he didn't get the full dose of recruiting that he will get under, under say Kirby smart, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited that, you know, I, I'm more excited than I am worried. I mean, you know, of course every coach has weaknesses and, you know, you, you hope they can win the, win the room when they, when they walk in, uh, you, you know, you hope he can win the O-line room, but you know, I, I've gotten to the point now where, where I trust Kirby. I, I know it's going to work um, because Kirby will you know Kirby's got it set up to where it's almost a plug and play. I mean, if, if Kirby smart is reaching out to you, you've got to be pretty good. It's kind of like, if Nick Saban is doing it, if, if Pete Carroll back when he was at USC was reaching out to you, if Mac Brown, Frank Beamer, you know, all the guys, you know, Mark Rick for a second time in Miami, you know, if, if Searles wasn't good, I don't think he gets those opportunities. Exactly. I don't think he's at North Carolina right now. If, if, if he's yeah. not good. So it's just a matter of winning that room from, from the, from moment one. And I think he's yeah. going to be kind of somewhere, a happy medium between what Matt Luke was, which was an intense ass kicker uh, and what Pittman was, which was a master motivator. Um, you know, would, 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 would kick you in the ass if he needed to, but also uh, would, was quick to put his arm around you as well. Kind of like that father figure. I think Searles is going to be kind of a combination of both a little bit. And, and hopefully he's kind of the best of, of both of those worlds. So I don't know. I'm excited. Um, I, I think he'll do fine. I, I think scheme technique wise, I think he'll do fine. Uh, you look at, you know, look at North Carolina's offensive line. I, I thought they thought they did well um, overall as a, as a team. I, I thought they, I didn't think they performed as well as they could have as an overall team. But I think if you look at his units, they were, they were pretty good. So I think they did well. I think he did as much as he could. You know, he wasn't a coach that came in, you know, throwing the ball 50 times a game either. Um, he's more of kind of what we want to do, run, run the football instead of mm-hmm. the pass. You know, he already knows the RPO game, so that's easy to him anyway because they did it in North Carolina. Right. Um, so I think I think it's a, it's a good deal. And I, and I kind of see what Kirby's doing. He's bringing coaches back that know the, the spectrum of doing the football. Exactly. Um, every coach that he's brought back is either a former player or has coached there before. Um, and, you know, that, that means a lot. That means a lot because, one, they know the area. They know the kids, their names are easily recognizable. You're not getting some Joe Blow from the Midwest to come in and, and coach some kids in Athens, Georgia. No, you're getting kids, you're getting coaches who've been there. Um, you know, and that means a lot. That just shows you the, the respect and, and the uh, confidence that he has in these coaches as well. 
Well, Joe Blow was coach of the year in Decatur, Illinois, so don't 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 slight him too much. Um, so this offensive line, what what is it going to look like with uh, Coach Searles? What you know, you you lose you you lose um, Schaefer, you lose Sawyer. Um, you know, does it become a Broderick Jones and Marius Mims? Does Marius Mims get back in the mix? I know he had kind of fallen out of favor with Matt Luke. Does do those guys now emerge as your as your tackles? Uh, does Van Pran take the next step at center? Um, how does Tate Ratledge come off of injury? What is he going to look like? How does this line shake out, do you think? I think those four guys that you just mentioned are going to be the, at least the four that I see starting out when, it, when spring starts. I think Mims gets, gets a fresh start. Um you know, it's hard to be in that doghouse, you know, when you know the coach is coming back. The coaches don't forget, you know, but he gets a fresh start with a new coach, um, you know, kind of gets showing what he want to do, what he can do. And at the same time, I'm pretty sure Soros uh, recruited him at some point, so he already knows the skill set. Uh, I think Jones gets better. Um, I think Tate, you know, comes off injury because we have the best athletic staff. That's and without a doubt, man whole entire nation and of course I think Tate comes back I think Brad Pran gets even better because one thing that Georgia has produced is some dang good centers um and one just played in the Super Bowl um Ben Jones um one has two Super Bowls and David Andrews so I mean we put we put out some great centers so I think you know that's not going to be brought I think he's only going to get better um so I think he'll he'll find the right miss, and I think at the same time, you know, we lose two top-notch linemen, but at the same time, we got a lot of youth that's coming back that plays some significant minutes as well. So I don't think the lights will be too big for him. I think he'll get it, get them going. Yeah, totally. I I think it's you know it it it's only a matter of time. You know, Broderick Jones, I thought did a tremendous job in the national championship, stepping up uh, when we were struggling a little bit at at the guard position and had to move Jamari Sawyer inside. Um, I thought he did a great job stepping in at the tackle spot for Sawyer. So I, I think he could pick up right where that left off. But I mean, you know, you look at Warren McClendon, what's he going to be able to do? You look at, you know, just trying to figure out some of this depth a little bit. Um, who, who emerges, who's going to be the surprise, you know, does, you know, does somebody like Chad Lindbergh, Austin Blasky, um, Warren Erickson, does he kind of cross train at center and guard, you know, does, you know, Devin Willock, you know, those guys like Owen Condon, like what, what are these down the line guys going to do? I mean, it's, it's going to come down to can, you know, our starters are going to be elite mm-hmm. coming in. Right. You know, you got, you got to think it's Broderick Jones and Mary Smims, uh, Cedric Van Pran, uh, Tate Ratledge and, a surprise at the guard spot. So you know four, you know four of those spots are going to be are going to be spoken for. How how good is Sir is Coach Searles going to be at cross training these guys? Who is going to emerge uh, with uh, with this group? I, I'm excited to kind of see how it all shakes out. I, I think we, you know, obviously we've signed really really well. We've got a really good group. And, you know, I, I just, I just look forward to it. I, I think scheme wise, we're doing the right stuff. Uh, I think Searles, Coach Searles is, is, is very good at what we do. Uh, you know, Phil Longo uh, philosophy wise is very, very different. You know, he, he's got more of a, a spread 
slinging around uh, RPO and, and and just kind of more of a fast paced deal that you see in college. And, and Monken is, is more of an NFL guy, more of a pro style guy uh, is, is going to beat you with formations, motions, and matchups. I mean, that's, that's the key mm-hmm. difference. You know, the, the college style, I guess, <laughs> for lack of better words, uh, if we're going to talk about styles, the biggest, the, the biggest key difference to me is tempo and just using tempo and, and speed and, and formations to get people off balance versus pro style, which is, getting guys in key matchups, moving guys around using various formations and various modes, whether you're under center or in the gun or, you know, longer, there's some longer developing plays. There's, there's some, there's the ability to go tempo, but there's also the ability to huddle and go and go slow. And I I think it's, it's a little bit deeper. I think with pro style, I think you have a little bit less, but you go deeper into that with all the wrinkles off of certain things. Whereas the, I guess what I'm calling the college style, the spread is you got more breadth, like width, which is like you, you do a lot with a lot of formations, but you go, but it's all very, very simple, but you beat people with, with speed. Yeah. And, and both, are, both, both have merit, but. I think the pro style is more about numbers. Um, and then, you know, like you said, I'm um, coming from North Carolina. Um, I think that the spread style is more of an east to west type type offense, um, where you know the pro style is more so run straight at you, um, mm-hmm. beat you with numbers, you know, beat you with matchups, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really good to see, you know, how, how he gels with you know Coach Munkin and you know with having Bobo and um, McClendon back as well. Um, those guys that were together. Um, Todd Hartley, our tight end coach, was there too during this time. So, you know, having the band back together, you know, with Munkin running the show, I think it's, I think it's going to be fun. I think we're still going to be electric. We got mm-hmm. some players back in, in Eric Gilbert. Um, he, he's back with the team and things like that. So, I mean, the sky's the limit with this group. So, I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited, man. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get to get everything uh, back on track with that. So welcome, Coach Searles. The, the welcome video is, is outstanding uh, with uh, – with with him and everybody greeting him and things like that it's 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 outstanding to watch it's fun you can tell he's like this looks a lot different than when i was here the first time i know he's like they didn't didn't have all of this stuff (laughs) wow okay here we go and what's crazy is i think i have coach cereals's old number still still in my phone so i'm 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 curious to know I'm, i'm gonna call it uh I'm going to call it one of these days just to see if it still exists. Probably not, but <laughs> we'll see if it still exists. Yeah, Coach Searles. Yeah. Here it is right here. You got it. There it is. There it is. So I'm going to call and see if he remembers who I am. I was surprised that Bobo remembered who I was after after many years of being away because I came back and interviewed in 2012 for a director of on-campus recruiting job. That was that was open. It was like a brand new position, and I came back and interviewed for that. Uh, was one of the finalists, but did obviously did not uh, did not finish in that spot. So, uh, and and I was surprised that Coach Bobo had remembered who I was. And of course, me yeah. being nervous, he, I he was never forgets anybody. No, he doesn't. And that's impressive. So he and he he was the one I I, I interviewed with him first because I did like the tour of I did like the cycle of coaches. And yeah. and so I interviewed with him first and he kind of like calmed me down a little bit. 
because I, I was I was yeah. I was kind of nervous and, and I was like, yeah, yeah it's good, it's, it's, it's good it. to meet you, Coach. And and he's like, what are you talking about? I know you already. I remember you from <laughs> been here before. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, you're nervous, aren't you? I was like, a little bit. <laughs> I'm about to poop myself. Not even going. Yeah, I'm 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 about to have a nervous breakdown. So I, I got a really good sinus infection after that interview. That's how nervous and dehydrated I was. I made myself, <laughs> man, it was crazy. But, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the direction. We'll, 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 as we go, as we get towards spring practice, we'll take kind of an early look. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the new coaches and, and what they're about to get their hands on with their position groups. Uh, obviously tonight we did the offensive line. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at the DB room with coach Fran Brown, uh, on the, on the next episode, but let's move on. Um, I'll be brief. Yeah. Tom Crean. It's, it, it's, it's coming to a close, right? I hope it is. I just saw all they're time, launching an investigation into all the time culture. record. Yeah. All time record for losses. But yeah, they're, they're investigating the culture. I guess when, when that happens, you have to, right? Mm-hmm. It's brutal. Looking real good. But at the same time, I mean, you know, it's time, you know, I remember last year, about this time, you know, we were talking about, hey, you know, he lost a couple of people. Maybe he'll do better. Couple. Um, as far as Ooh. team morale, you know, keeping them in the game, things like that. But it's only gotten worse. So, you know, it's, after this tournament is over, I think it's, I think it's time. I, th- I think they, or I hope they've got somebody in mind that they want to bring in as well. So, yeah. you know. I mean, there, there's a list. And, and there was a list. And we kind of talked about it a little bit. So, you know, I, I, a lot of good names on that list. I, I don't know if, h- how many of them are realistic for, for Georgia with where we're at right now. But, you know, the number one priority is to keep Cario Aquindo on the roster. Mm-hmm. That's agenda item number one. You got to keep him. Whoever the new coach is, you got to recruit him. The second item is get rid of those awful, awful gray uniforms that we wore against Tennessee. <laughs> It's just weird. It looks like a track suit. It looks like a track uniform. I don't like the yeah, logo. Everything's so small now. Yeah, I don't like the logo on the chest. Like for basketball uniforms, mm-hmm. you got to have the name written across it. Like it, I don't like this logo yeah. thing. It's weird, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's am, a different time with basketball now. The, the the kids roll up shorts now. You know, it's, it's a mm-hmm. finesse sport now. That's for sure. It, Really um, but is. at the same time, a guy to keep in mind, uh, I was just reading about him today, um, is Georgia State's head coach right now. He's turned that program around as well. So, and he's right down the road. Knows. Let's go he's get not, him. And he knows, he knows the Atlanta area. He knows the kids around there. So, Lefty, Lefty Drizel. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see what he's got. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Um, hey, I'm all for it. I mean, if he's turning around Georgia State and he knows how to recruit in that city, hey, let's go, man. I like it. Which is exactly what we need. That's right. That's right. So um, I, I like that idea. Well, the regular season comes to an end on Saturday for the Bulldogs. Uh, we take on Missouri, who's 4-12 and in the SEC, but we're going to make them look like world beaters, I imagine. Uh, we actually held a lead on Tennessee for a minute. Uh, Quindo had play of the year, which, you know, that donkey had, holy cow, but 
it wasn't enough, obviously. So, uh, but we'll you probably... dunk on me like that. You're gonna have to see me after the game in the parking lot. I can't just let you dunk on me like that and get away with it. Yeah, like how how did Aquindo not end up on the floor after that dunk? Yeah. Like it, you you gotta like you you can't allow a guy to finish a dunk like that if you're anywhere in the vicinity. You can't. Yeah, I tell my, I think you're about to dunk on me. You're getting fouled. I'm telling you right now. You're going to the floor. And it's a good thing Pat Riley was not watching that game because he probably would have broken his TV after seeing that. So, but uh, SEC tournament should be fun. I think I'm I'm, I'm going to predict that we get eight teams as a conference into the into the tournament. Uh, so you, you got to think Arkansas, Tennessee, Bama, LSU, Auburn, Kentucky, uh, Florida, and Mississippi State. I think are all shoe ins for the for the tournament, and so when when you look at it, it's going to be a fun NCAA tournament. Hopefully, the SEC shows out again. I'm not really rooting for any particular for any particular team. I just hope our conference does well. Um, and I'm I'm not going to like be all gung ho like SEC SEC, but in, in in the back of my mind, I'm just like okay, you know, I hope we have a good showing. And I hope Florida loses if they make the tournament. So I'm just hoping I can win some of my money back from Auburn messing up my parlay. That's, That's all I'm true. about. Th- those are facts. Yeah. Those those are those are key facts. But also key facts. Uh peace of mind. Is there anything more important? No. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, the most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. Plans started under $4 per month. So so do this. Grab your exclusive NordVPN. Grab that deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe, or just use the promo code believe when you check out. That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN Plus plan. Uh, plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Also, a thing that I need to do when I get on the internet is I need to, uh, you know, with all this talk about multivitamins, I got to get one that's top quality. And that's Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and I didn't know this was a thing, but adaptogens to start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Um, I need all of the above on that. It's also lifestyle-friendly, fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar, no chemicals, or artificial anything. So reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of your with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements are not meant to be evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. 
So, Israel. Just over mine today. Oh, okay. All right. Look at you. You're ahead of the game. Be in next week. I'm excited about it. Did my did the YouTube reviews and you know talked about you know the, the benefits and all the stuff about it. And I mean, all the reviews are great. So you know, I can't, can't wait to start it up. I can't wait to see how how it matches up. So, um, so there you go. Um, well, uh, looking at the women's uh, women's side of it real quick, we have. Uh, the SEC tournament happening right now, uh, and uh, going to give you some results there. Uh, Georgia is down right now at halftime, uh, 37-22 uh, to Alabama. They're playing right now as we speak in the SEC tournament. Uh, so hopefully hopefully our women can pull that out. Jenna Stady was named first team all-conference uh, for uh, for Georgia, so that's a, that's a big honor as well, but uh, Vanderbilt, uh, Vanderbilt fell short of Florida. Florida rallied uh, for their for their fifty three fifty two win. Uh, Arkansas beat Missouri and Kentucky uh, trounced Mississippi State. Uh, so so all of them will move on to uh, to the next round. And uh, the last game of the night for the SEC tournament is happening right now. Georgia's down 37-22 at half. So hopefully a big rally in the offing for uh, for the Bulldogs, who were 20-8 and overall, 9-7, and and a very competitive SEC. Mm-hmm. I mean, that girls' side is, is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, there's so much talent um, in the SEC and, and, women's, and women's basketball. Obviously, we have South Carolina um, being being the top team to beat. So, I mean, I'm excited about the girls, you know, uh, Final Four and, and their big dance as much as I am the boys. So, I mean, this is a great time for basketball, you know, especially mm-hmm. when both sides, you know, the women's and the men's side are being successful. Um, so, and they're bringing excitement to their respective schools. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited for Final I'm, I'm excited for March Madness. I am too. I am too. And, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm going to hopefully get back into the sport of basketball with this year's March Madness. But the winner of tonight's game will get Tennessee. Uh, this tournament moves up here to Nashville at Bridgestone Arena. So Arkansas will take on South Carolina, Florida, and Ole Miss, Kentucky, LSU, and then, of course, Tennessee against uh, tonight's winner with Alabama and Georgia. So uh, stay tuned to that. That is your women's tournament update. Hopefully, hopefully the dogs will pull it out all right the draft is coming up the combine is now the receivers were up on the 40-yard dash uh george pickens in his uh, combine interview uh talked about a few things talked about just how injured he was um says he's feeling really good right now and he's he's wanting to prove to the world that he's not just big but he's fast as well where do you see george pickens i know he's getting second second, third round grade, somewhere in that, somewhere in that range. I, I, I got him as a high second rounder. Um, and, and I say that only because there's so many linemen and, and defensive players in this draft uh, that I, I think the first round is just going to run out before a huge run of receivers is going to happen. Um, but there's a list of receivers. It's a loaded receiver draft, but unfortunately the defensive side of the ball is even more loaded uh, as is the offensive line. So where do you see George Pickens fall into or going, what team do you think fits him the best? Uh, why, you know, where do you think he ranks among the, the draft prospects at the wide receiver spot? 
um, just watching him run that four four three and that four four today, you know, mm-hmm. he, he jumped up. So um, I think he's gonna probably gonna go late second, early third. Um, you know, just depending on how everything falls and what what each team's looking for. Um, it's hard to say right now exactly what team picks him up. Um, I can't really think of one off the top of my head that's in dire need of a receiver. You know, maybe Tennessee, um, you know, to kind of help out um, A.J. And, and Julio. I think they're missing the third receiver. Um, that's for sure. Um, yeah. So Tennessee would be a great place for him. Um, he bring another big body in there to kind of match those two as well. Um, take some heat off of uh, – uh, what is oh, Derrick Henry, um, mm-hmm. a little bit. So, um, I'd like to see the like Titans getting that Late second, early third, you know, mid, mid third, thing like that. But, you know, the amazing thing is him running today and just seeing him, you know, just shows you, one, how advanced medicine is today, um, how well Georgia takes care of their players. Um, and I think it was either him or one of our, our other players said that the way they practice. And the way they practice him. prepares them for the NFL. Yeah, um, it, it you was know, Kirby him. does a great job of preparing these guys for the next level. You know, that's one thing that high school coaches should do. They prepare their guys for the college level. College level prepares them for the NFL. Um, so, you know, watching him run, watching the stride, um, you know, just the way he talked about, you know, everything being at Georgia, even when he was hurt, you know, was, was a step in the right direction. I think he's going to do some amazing things. Here soon. I mean, it's crazy that he just tore his ACL in what March of last year, and now he's running four four in the NFL Combine the very next year. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's nothing short of amazing. I mean, you you watched him uh, just progress and progress and progress. I mean, just how fast he was able to to get back and just started doing some light jogging drills, like back in September, where he was doing indie period stuff and just kind of doing some straight line running and. Uh, starting to to do some cutting back in September to where he was able to inject himself in a football game where, I mean, was he a huge factor in that Georgia Tech game? Not really, but it was kind of his, his okay. Presence. Yeah. His presence was definitely felt and it was just getting him comfortable with, with the game and, and the speed of the game. You knew he was going to be limited. And then the SEC championship, you know, I, I think he, you know, you you probably wonder, okay, well, if he if he was able to play, why didn't they why didn't we play him more? Well, I mean, it's obviously wasn't a hundred percent, and he gave us everything he had, uh, and and then coming down the stretch run of the playoff, I, I I think that you know he was well protected, and and we had the we had the luxury and ability to do so because we had guys like Brock Bowers and Ad Mitchell and Lad McConkey and those guys to kind of help carry the load to where we didn't have to overuse George Pickens in those games and he was still his presence was still enough of a factor that we were able to get on finally the correct side of of a Georgia Alabama matchup. So, you know, I, I think what he brings and, and I tweeted this before I tweeted this earlier today. There was a list that Mike Farrell put out, which honestly I, I think is a very, very good list. Um I would just rearrange some of the some of the people and uh but you know, uh, again, I'm not saying his list is bad, but I'm I'm saying it, it could be a little bit better because I I think when you look at some of his measurables, obviously he ran a four four today, so that helps a ton. But 
you know, you look at some of his size measurables, his his ability to to play the ball in the air and the ability to contort his body and some of the plays that he makes, I think makes him a special, special prospect for, for the NFL because that's a skill. And you know this probably more than more than me and probably more than than most, that the it, it's not the wide open catches, it's not the easy short quick throws, it's the contested it's the contested catches in traffic that really mm-hmm. kind of set you apart. Exactly. And, it's those catches and, the, and what you do with the ball when you have it in your hand. Mm-hmm. Like, That's you know, you know Jamar Chase ball. is going to take it to the house and you know, he's going to make a, yeah. you know, he's going to make a tough catch on a 50, 50 ball. You know, he's going to go and get it. That's what George Pickens is. George Pickens has some dog in him. And he, even though he got suspended for that fight he had against Georgia tech, it showed you how much dog he has in him. Uh, and he's not going to back down from anybody. I, I wish he didn't legitimately fight the guy because it kind of screwed us. But, um, but I, I think it does show it show you something. So, um, it's Looking me at that, this list, you know. I think Chris Olave for me is the number one receiver. I mean, just yeah, that dude is ridiculous. What he's done, mm-hmm. um, you know. I didn't have a chance to watch uh, the Drake London kid or the Garrett Wilson kid, but. I think number three is is uh, Jameson Wilson. I think that's right. I think a lot of base number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I like Traylon. I like where Traylon Burks is. I think he's number five. Um, I, I, I think, think John Mechie is actually number four to me. If he if he has, if he finishes the season, I think he's one of the top five receivers in the draft. Um, Pickens, I think he's probably six or seven on this list. That's just I mean, me. I, I think he, um, I think he's healthy. five. I think he's five, and Traylon is six. I think the size kind of Traylon's. Mm-hmm. A, I mean, Traylon's a slasher guy. I mean, Traylon's a slot. Um, I love Traylon Burks. I love his toughness. I love his, his competitiveness. I think I think Burks is six. Pickens is five, to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dotson, I think, had a good showing. I, I think Bell goes. I think David Bell goes to the end of the list. I think Wandell's got to got to upgrade. I mean, <laughs> this is a tough list because you got to put people somewhere. I, I think I yeah, think Bell good. goes down. I think Garrett Wilson goes down. I think Drake London goes down. I, I think those are your seven through ten. Uh, Olave, I, I love that as number one. Uh, I love, I love John, you know, John Mechie. I, I think he's, you know, I think Jameson, because Jameson and Pickens are very similar players. Mm-hmm. So I think if you rank Jameson third, Pickens has got to be somewhere close. Yeah. So I, I like the playmaking ability of Wandell Robinson. I, I think he's got to be up there somewhere. I think Mechie has got to be up there somewhere. Um, and then of course Pickens. Mechie's a bad man. I mean, Mechie's just intangibles. You know, mm-hmm. um, he, he reminds me a lot of Jalen Waddle uh, yeah. with, with the speed and, and his toughness. That's that's really. I mean, why I, I, I think I think Mechie overall is is probably better than Jamison Williams. But Mechie, you know, Mechie yeah. was just kind of buried on the depth chart last year, and then you know, of course, he gets hurt this year, but. I think when you look at overall talent, I, I think it's Olave, Mechie, Williams, uh, uh, I just, I just lost my train of thought. I think it's Olave. Then I think it's Mechie. Then I think it's Jameson. Then I think it's, then I think it's Pickens and then Burks. 
and yeah, then the I rest like can too. the rest you and, and then Wandale and then, and then the rest you can whatever you want to do with it doesn't yeah, matter I, I, like, I like that you know just from just from watching those guys and I mean you can't you can't knock what Chris Olave did I mean that that kid is just I mean, he's ridiculous at what he does so he ran a four two eight today yeah he, he, that man was running mm-hmm. you hear me he, he was, was running down the line so yeah um, hmm. you know it, it's going to be interesting to see where they fall you know the yeah. NFL draft's always that exciting time of year so um mm-hmm. and, it, and it really just depends on what the team's looking for too you know you can have all talent in the world but if the team's not looking for your specific you know talent so they say you know that's, then, you know, that's you where the NFL is the NFL is in a good place where they can do that. They can be selective on, on what they need. Like if they need a slot guy, you know, and then that's not saying that if Traylon Burks goes before George Pickens, that he's, you know, necessarily better. I mean, I think we're looking at that splitting hairs here. when we talk about the differences and, and, and guys, but you know, if, if I, I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of George Pickens because his size and his ability to go up and get it. Um, it's kind of where I'm at. It is, is a tiebreaker on that. Uh, Alave is just electric, man. Um, you know, yeah. the, the, I, I think the Chiefs need somebody like Jameson Williams or George Pickens. Uh, they need that bigger target. Uh, yeah. that, you know, I, I don't think I don't think Byron Pringle is that guy, but they need that guy to complete. You know, can you imagine if you have Jameson or if you have JMO or George Pickens opposite of Tyreek Hill? Yeah. With Nicole with Nicole in. in the slot. Kelsey at tight end. Kelsey at tight end. You know. Um, I think the Jets would benefit from getting a couple of these guys as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, to put some 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 weapons around uh Zach Wilson. Yeah. Um you know, the the quarterback room is gonna be really interesting from the simple fact that you got Willis, you got uh the kid from Pitt. I mean, you got some guys coming out of there. It's the Steelers that are in need of a quarterback. Um, sounds like yeah. Green Bay is about to be in need of one. Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. Um, you know, I know Tampa Bay has, you know, the quarter, the Florida quarterback, but at the same time, I mean. Trash is not a, a he's not an NFL starter. I'm sorry. They're going to need some help. He's just, he's just um, not. Don't, don't. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not saying this directed at you, but he just don't, don't come at me. No. With, you can miss me no, with no. that. Um, and Trust I know, me, I know I, you, it I was know hard you coming out. I, I know it you was agree. hard coming out. That's yeah. why they were the third team I named. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're going to need it. But honestly, I just don't, as far as pro talent goes, I just, in this draft, I don't see it being very strong for the quarterbacks. I don't. No. I mean, Malik Willis is a super talent, but I mean, is he going to need years to develop as an NFL guy? You know, I don't think he will. I think with with him having Hugh Hugh, Hugh Freeze as his coordinator, um, I think that's kind of helped him um, more more than it's hurt him. Because I mean, Hugh Freeze, despite how anybody feels about it, he's a bright offensive mind. He knows. Mm-hmm. The, he knows the quarterback position. Um, you know, you hear when you you hear Malik talk. You know, you, you hear his confidence in what he says. Mm-hmm. So you know, him taking over the room, you know, is not going to be hard for him. You right. know, so right. Um, you know, I hope that's one thing. I hope that Justin Fields gets. You know, in his second year, he gets that same confidence as well. I, um, I, I think he like will. I, I really, I really like where the Bears have gone. 
um, even though I can't remember this guy's name that they hired, uh, but they hired him from Green Bay. So I think I think they're in good shape there. Finally, uh, just getting you know with, with Matt Nagy, it just kind of seemed like he was all over the place with with the scheme and with what he was trying to do. Um, I mean, so, he wore visor with the ball head, so obviously he wasn't thinking correctly. You got to have flowing locks if you're going to wear a visor. Or um, some hair, at least. You know. Yeah, something. Um, <laughs> so, uh, when, when, when you look at the draft, obviously, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett, I just, I don't know. Like, his hands were eight and a half. He has small hands. Um, and he wears a glove when he, he, he's, 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 he's a, he, he is not even in the NFL yet. And he's already wearing two gloves. You know, that's not a good thing. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, moxie wise, intelligence wise, he'll be good, but I just, I don't see him being a long-term starter. Uh, Matt Corral has got to get a little bit less fragile to me. I think he's a tremendous talent. I think Lane Kiffin, along the same lines as Hugh Freeze, does a good job of getting those guys ready. But, I mean, can he withstand the beating? I, I don't know. He's got to find the – like, Matt Corral is so dependent on where he lands. Like, Malik Willis also, to a certain degree, is very dependent on where he lands. There's not that transcendent quarterback in this class to where it doesn't matter. Usually there's mm-hmm. at least one or two of those guys that where it doesn't matter where they go. Like Zach Wilson probably could have ended up anywhere and been, been fine, been great. Actually. Um, I, I think, I think the same of Justin Herbert when he was drafted, I, I think he could have gone anywhere and been, and been good. Uh, and, and there's a lot of guys, a lot of the starters playing right now are that ty- are that type of player. Uh, I just don't think there is one that really jumps out at me. I'm not sure that Malik is that guy. But he's probably the closest to me. Yeah, I think it. I think it, it's going to depend on the scheme, like you said. I think he fits well, um, kind of what the Steelers are wanting to do. Yeah. Um, moving forward, that's that's one scheme I think and, he fits well in. And it's a stable organization too, which is which is what I like. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I that so. that's going to be good for him. And you yeah, have a so veteran. You have you have the most veteran coach outside of Bill Belichick with Mike Tomlin, who. I don't know why people continue to doubt him. Uh, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get I think it. This draft is more so geared toward the skill position as far as, you know, DBs and receivers. And I think you got a good, pretty good lineman crew. Yeah. Good lineman crew. You got a great, very lineman heavy. You got great defenders. I mean, yeah, this is going to be a defensive draft for sure. Yeah. Te- teams are going to really build. Well, I think this trade season is going to be interesting. You know, some of the rumors mm-hmm. that you're hearing uh, with, with all that stuff. I think the free agency window opens up real soon. So that's going to be fun, too. Uh, but I think you're going to see some interesting trades. I, I think Deshaun Watson will be curious to know where he ends up, whether it's Tampa or Pittsburgh. Um, seems like Houston is all in on Davis Mills. What do you think about that? Does it really matter? It doesn't matter at this point. I still think Deshaun is Deshaun is their guy, but I understand the kind of the circumstances that they're in right now. You kind of got to move on and be be prepared for another quarterback. So, well, D- um, D- Deshaun, like that, like Deshaun is no longer your future because he has kind of blown it up himself. And I'm not even talking about the sexual assault stuff. I'm talking about no. the. I'm talking about the. I don't like. He's made it so toxic that uh, with, with his. I don't want to play for this organization any longer. 
situation. Like yeah, he's but he wasn't f- wrong in some regards. No, I, I, I'm not saying I disagree with him on a lot of stuff. I just think he's, I just think his time there is done, which right, wrong, or indifferent. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the oh, yeah, truth. Def- like, I, I, I think you're definitely right with that. So I, I think no matter what you see, you know, no matter what, he's not the future there because he doesn't want to be the future there. So that um, part. <laughs> and can't say that I blame him. The, the, the Texans are a very, very shaky organization uh, when it comes to, to operations. So you know, I can't, I can't blame them one bit. So um, last thing before we get out of here, um, we talked about this on illegal motion. Didn't realize it was going to be such a hot button issue. Um, and we talked a little bit about it last night on uh, SEC after dark, but uh, grambling, I want to get into grambling a little bit. They hired Art Bryles. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like that they hired Hugh, Hugh Jackson. I thought they could have done better in that regard. Like, what are you? What are your thoughts on a storied HBCU program? Eddie Robinson, Doug Williams, just all the tradition that surrounds Grambling State University. For them to a hire Hugh Jackson, who I don't think has won double-digit NFL games in the three stops that he's had as head coach. Um, and then you take that guy. Then he hires Art Bryles, who in the scope of where you're at doesn't fit with the scope of all of the horrible things that he allowed to go on at Baylor when he was there, the judgment, the lack of judgment in making that decision to hire him just kind of bothered me a lot about this. Am am I wrong? Am I overreacting? Is Hugh Jackson going to be a? Is he going to be fine as a head coach? I think he's a good coach. I just don't think he's a good head coach. I think he's going to be fine at the college level. Um, you know, it's hard to get grown men to do things. You know, um, that is but true. At the at the same time, you know, it's a different environment, different time for him. You know, I'm pretty sure he's evolved as well. You know, with his head coaching mentality. Um, so I'm all for giving somebody a chance until you prove me wrong in that regard. Now. To Art Browse, I'm all for second chances. I'm all for, you know, if you, you know, talk to you, Jesus and whoever you, you praise to and you, you figure it out, I think, within yourself, I think that's fine. But at the same time, you're putting him back in a situation that he was in that he didn't handle very well. Um, and not only that, it's that one of the most historic HBCU colleges in the nation. Um, did I like the hire from a football mentality? Yes. I think our browser, he's, he's a very sharp guy. He's very, he's very good with X's and O's. He's, he's a very good coach in my opinion. I did not like the hire from a personal standpoint of that. We, we didn't just forget what you just did at Baylor. He's um, a I, terrible I think culture that, that fit too, I think. I think that stigma carries you. Um, you know, I saw a J-Boy tweet, a uh, picture of him. I said, <laughs> so why does he look like Dumbledore um, from Harry Potter? <laughs> Dumbledore. You, know, so you, can tell, you can tell that everything's been wearing on him too. Um, you know, so, but, 
you know, with Grambling, I think everything goes through the president and everything like that. Athletic director, they let you hire him. So then they tried to be like, well, no, we, we don't, we don't like that. We didn't condone that. Yeah, you did. because Yeah, you after, they got the, after they got the backlash. Yeah, you can't, you can't just dismiss yourself after backlash. You can't do that. So no. I'm out for second chances. I am, you know, if he admitted that, hey, I did this wrong, blah, 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 blah. You know, but he never did. You know, I don't think he really righted that wrong. Um, and now you're just putting him back in a setting to where he's dealing with players. Um, and they're not going to listen to him. You know, they're going to be like, aren't you the guy from Baylor that let all the boys do this? Mm-hmm. Don't forget. It might have happened when they were like in fifth grade, but there's this thing called Google. And they can Google your name and figure out why, why is this? Power five coach at Grambling. Exactly. I mean, it's just not a good situation. No, it's not. But, but Grambling knew better. They did. They, I mean, they had to have vetted him. They know better. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like it. I, I thought Grambling, I thought this was way beneath Grambling to do something like this. You know? Mm-hmm. The, the, to, to just try to, like, you're grambling. You don't have to steal a headline. You're you're the most you know. When it comes to swack football, you are you are the star standard. Yeah. You don't They're have to, to keep up with Jackson State and it backfired big time. Yeah, they they panicked. Like oh they well they hired Coach Prime. We got to do something. We got to make a splash. No, that's like that's like Alabama panicking when somebody makes a splash hire as head coach. Like you're Alabama. Who cares? They still got to beat you. You're still the gold standard. It, it, you're still the gold standard in the swack. I don't care what I don't care what Coach Prime does. It it's still grambling, and still probably yeah. will be grambling for a long time coming because Coach Prime ain't gonna be a, a lifer at Jackson State. Let's be honest about that. He's yeah, he's, he's, going, he's he's gonna go somewhere here real big real soon. Exactly. Okay, not what he's doing. No, no, you can't. But Jackson State will be an afterthought when 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 Coach Prime leaves. That's my point. They they won't because it's it's Coach Prime that's driving all of this, which he's doing a hell of a job doing. But mm-hmm. when he leaves, where's that going to go? They'll probably mm-hmm. sink back to where they where they were, which was completely irrelevant. Um, but Grambling State is not Southern University. Is not, and even as bad as Mississippi Valley State has been, Jerry Rice made them relevant, and you still everyone knows who the Delta Devils are because of Jerry Rice. You know, um, they're still going to be irrelevant. So I don't know. I I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Okay, maybe, maybe I overreacted on Hugh Freeze. I don't know. We'll see. Not Hugh Freeze. Um, oh, <laughs> I definitely didn't overreact on Mark Browse. I still hate that hire. But I still hate that they that they did that. I'm glad they fired him. On Hugh Jackson, Hugh Jackson. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm overreacting a little bit. Maybe I thought they could have done better. Um, you know, yeah. I, I think I, I think an up and comer better with the head coach hire. Yeah, I think an up and comer would would have been a good like if they're going to go the route of Hugh Jackson. Like, are you going to give somebody a third chance, or are you going to have an up and comer? Like that's that's what the, they were at that crossroads, and I'm making on nothing, Cummer. This is me. 
I'm thinking young up and comer that has a little bit of pedigree that, you know, for where they are as a program, they're a little bit down currently. I, I think that would have probably boosted them up. And I think they'd have been just fine. Cause I think an up and comer is not hiring uh, art browse. I think an up and comer can, you know, they're, they're selling a lot of these guys short by trying to make these splash hires. You know what I mean? That's why I have to hire an approved head coach in, in the coaching world. and Just just and they, get the best guy. Really Who cares? Players. You know what gets you splash? You know what gets you attention? Winning. Exactly. That's we'll what gets you attention. Goes. You know? Coach Prime, Coach Prime wouldn't be doing what he's what he's doing if he wasn't winning. Exactly. He's backing it up, which is, which is what he's done his entire career. He's backed it up. That's what he's doing. And Eddie George is backing it up. Eddie George is a highly intelligent guy. Eddie George might've been the best guy for that job. He's a highly mm-hmm. intelligent guy. He's well, well versed um, in, in a bunch of different worlds. I mean, he just, that guy, that guy's just, that guy's a dude. He's a special dude. So, but anyway, well, uh, we're going to get out of here because we, we've been, uh, we've been a little bit over an hour. Uh, we, we, have talked some FCS football. Even we were, uh, believe in swack football for a minute there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, uh, uh, find us on social media, subscribe, comment, check out our, check out our channels. Uh, you can find me four days a week at this point. Um, when, when illegal motions in season and when we're, when we're recording regularly, you can find me four days a week. So the fact, the fact that I don't need to do extra, that much extra content, uh, but you can see me in different capacities each day of the week. We have started live streaming illegal motion. So you can see this, you can see this, hopefully not sunburned for too long face, uh, four days a week, uh, where, where Israel, Israel and I and Vinny, uh, we joined, joined up with Vinny Hardy, do BC the East, uh, of course, illegal motion on Tuesdays, uh, then Wednesday nights is sec after dark. And then here we are, uh, we, we come at you. Uh, I think we were technically live on a Friday morning, but, um, so, and then it's just here with us. So subscribe, comment, find us, uh, and, uh, you won't regret it. I promise you. We, uh, we're going to start getting some, uh, we're, we're going to start having a little fun here. We're going to start educating you on the game of football. Um, our, our goal is to make you smarter as a fan. So we're going to do that. We're going to invite some coaches on here. We're going to, we're going to talk ball a little bit. So this, so if you're a coach, we're going to, this is going to double down as entertainment and professional development. There you go. How about that. So I had that earlier this week. There you go. Yes. Don't, uh, don't hit the kids. Right. Is that what it was? Yes, the escalating situations within the school building that may arise on any given day. <laughs> Did you de-escalate by giving them the people's elbow? No, I get fired. I'll be on the front page of the paper on the news. Yeah. I work uh, too hard for these degrees to go down for a kid being upset. And calling you names. Oh, I, I agree. Really I, had, bad I, had to, names. I had to kick somebody out of the, out of the ACT on Tuesday. They didn't like it. They threw their test at me. Uh, mm. they, they didn't like it. It was bad. They you play they, stupid games. You win stupid prizes. Exactly. They were and and all they had to do was just stop and move on to test two. Like I said, stop. We're on test two, and I noticed he was bubbling test one because he didn't finish. 
And I went over and I just very calmly said, Hey, start, get on test two. Cause you know, I, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt and, and that maybe he just, you know, didn't hear you. Not only didn't hear me, just, you know, sometimes like when you're in the middle of a test like that, you, you like bubble, the, you, you get in the wrong section accidentally. Like that <laughs> happens, you know, from time to time. And so I was going to give him that benefit of the doubt. He looked at me like dead, dead at me, dead into my soul. He gave me one of those FU looks and kept going in test one. So I very quietly said, you're done. Grabbed his test where he actually kind of threw it. I don't know if he's throwing it at me or if he's just flinging it, but he threw it uh, down. It landed, landed harmlessly on the floor. Uh, and then he was, uh, he was escorted to the library. You're a better man because I would have made him pick it up. I, I, I didn't think it was fair to the other testers. Yeah. yeah I, I, I called timeout. <laughs> I, I strongly considered, I, I had to step out in the hall. I, I got somebody to, to step in for me though, uh, for a few minutes while I like, cause I was like, you know, you know, like when your adrenaline's going, you start kind of like shaking a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, like you're ready. That, that was where I was at. I was like, it's been a week. I don't know what's wrong with these kids, but it's been a week. Um, mm-hmm. If anybody is listening or anybody's live, please, please pray for your teachers and coaches and administrators during this time that it gets warm during school. Don't know what happens, but these kids are off the chain. Please say a prayer for us every day. And- and if you're praying for uh, Israel, he is all three yeah. teacher, administrator, and whatever <laughs> else you just said. Um, so yeah, there you go. But uh, subscribe, comment. We are the believe in Georgia dogs podcast on not the believe podcast network, but just the believe network. We're on the believe there network. We We're presented by bet online, NordVPN, and athletic greens. Israel bought his. Now I got to buy mine. Uh, we're going to see you back here next week. We hope you have a great weekend and uh, thanks for watching. Go dogs. Good out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.